This is the Fade You Podcast recording on Friday, November 20th. My name is Matthew James, and I'm joined by Kmart on the podcast. Kyle, I saw you Sunday. You had a coffee and a Red Bull, and you were ready to go. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, we had a uh, extra Red Bulls, and it was just sitting in the fridge taking up space, so I wanted to... To drink that instead of a coffee, and then when uh, our waitress came over and asked if he wanted coffee, I just didn't know how to say no. Well, Kmart, that's a great story, but Chris Duke is here. Chris is mumbling. Chris, what the hell are you doing? Remember, I ordered a bunch from. Are you still on the fucking thing? Chris Duke. I know more about sports. What an idiot! All right. Well, thanks for that conversation, Chris. Thank you, Dad. I'm still yeah. tripping the fuck out. Why this? Every time I I pod with you guys, it's loud and good. I cannot. You guys are so muffled. I I, I hate it. Whatever. Well, I don't know what to tell you. But we've been recording for the last couple minutes, so thanks for uh, letting us just eavesdrop on your conversation. What are you in a dark room? You're trying to find a light? Did you get abducted, kidnapped, something? I hope. Yeah, trying to fucking figure it out. Drunk. <laughs> Chris went to wine country last weekend, and I was hoping I'd never see his dumbass again. But I think he just <laughs> wandered his way back to Southern California. So, jokes on us. Chris, yes, how you sir. doing? How you doing tonight, big guy? I'm good, man. Dan went zero and four. Uh, thanks for the follow, Juanito. Thanks for fucking acting like you're hot shit, you idiot. Keep fade, keep riding him, you dick. Make fade Dennis great again. Let's go. So what? Yeah. What Chris is referring to is uh, one of our followers, Juanito. Uh, he, he thinks he's onto something, guys. He he's tailing Dennis let that sink in and chris that was profitable over the weekend dennis absolutely took us to the woodshed but you can tell everybody this better than i can dennis gets on mini heaters and those don't last can you explain why no dude he bets the same way so it's like it's anything right like vegas always say like there's about a couple weeks each year that you know books will come on and say yeah we got killed it's like yeah the favorites and the overs they all hit but that that's expected so you know den doesn't change i picked up money from him today hey if you're picking up money from someone they're not winning okay juanito so and then he goes oh i'm gonna be on i'm probably gonna be on uh you know louisville and purdue well guess what he ends up going over on the louisville and purdue guess what under and minnesota so Oh and four, he'll regress back, and uh, hopefully, you know, yeah, I love it. Kmart, you're awesome. You're saying you're gonna you're gonna jump off to moose the moose. You know what? That might happen, but guess Have what? Dude, it. you gotta keep thinking. His Saturday's gonna be bad, my dad. Yeah, and I'm gonna be the slump buster. I'm gonna be the reason he goes over twenty tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. To Chris's point, Dennis is a streaky little motherfucker. So this guy goes, he went, he went 11 and 31, Chris, before last weekend. And then he rips off a 31 and 13 run. So the danger you have, if you're Juanito and you decide to tail him 
is that when you jump on and start tailing, you might find yourself in the midst of an 11 and 31 slump. I mean, to that point, Chris, yeah, he had a hot week. He had a really hot weekend. He had a hot start to the week, kind of. And then the last two days, he's one and seven. So, like, yeah. if you're going to pick and choose, you're, you're probably going to not do well. <laughs> so, I don't know, Juanito. I hope you aren't having to return your son's Christmas presents or whatever you said you were doing. But, yeah, don't <laughs> don't tail Dennis. You might get away with it for a day or two, but long-term, I mean – our our results fading Dennis are in the bio. You can get on there. You can look. You can see that we've been fading his ass since July, and we're up over thirty units. So, Chris, yep. and we I feel like we say this every time, like we're a broken record, but we're in for long term results. All right, we're not fading Dennis for a weekend and hoping nope. we get lucky. Over time, this guy will lose. Yeah. Our boy Josh Applebaum is is very sharp, and he likes to fade the, you know, likes to fade the public, and likes to do the sharp line moves. He knows that there's going to be weeks that that's not gonna that's not going to be profitable. There's going to be times when when it's not good. You know, you're going to not be on the right end of it. But in the long term, he's in the long term. If you're going to do this, if you want to come in and like, you know, just like go to a weekend in Vegas and bet blackjack and make a couple grand good. You know that if you keep coming to Vegas, everybody knows you're going to piss it eventually. So we're not in the business of pissing. We're in the business of, of stacking. So go ahead, Juanito, go ahead and take little 10 and a run. Guess what? He'll go fucking 12 and 40 the next few weeks. So be careful. And we've seen it again. We have those day by day results. You can go on, you can see all the red, the green, the back and forth. And then what you see is long-term fading Dennis is up 30 units. So there you go. All right. That's enough about Dennis. Let's talk about the college plays first uh, that you guys liked. Uh, Kmart, you came in early in the week, liking Penn state. I'm sure that is an unpopular opinion because Penn state has looked like hot trash this season. But you liked him at two and a half. That has been hit by sharps. It's one and a half. So I'm assuming you're still like, if you're listening, if you're a guy not named Juanito and you're listening to this tomorrow morning and you're like, oh man, do I want to tail these guys on Penn State? That line might be down to one tomorrow. I don't know. You're you're probably you still playing one. Okay, there you go. So you're probably still playing it. I mean, if you're, I know how you think and you bet. And if you're playing Penn State at plus two and a half, you're assuming they're going to win the game. So explain right. why. Well, I mean, they're 0-4, um, haven't been playing well. You could kind of make the same case against Iowa. You got two two pretty inconsistent ball clubs here. Um, I mean, it's probably going to be a defensive slugfest. Penn State, you know, shortened season. Uh, no one wants to go winless. They're at home. Uh, things are going to start clicking. Um, you know, if you think none of these teams really had anything uh, – resembling an off season, you know, what they're, what they're used to. Um, I just, I just think the line's off. Um, I know it's pretty much a pick them at this point, but, you know, I just, I like Penn state to, you know, win this game by, you know, four, four plus who knows uh, if Iowa makes some mistakes, they could run away with it. Chris, the public is on Iowa yet. The line is falling. I know that makes your cock hard. Some of that reverse line movement. So I'm sure you are fully on board with jumping on a probably what you would see as an undervalued Penn State team because of how bad they've played this season. 
Yeah, and for sure. And we just saw uh, Minnesota play tough against Purdue. And, uh, you know, we know that uh, those teams have played each other in the past. We saw that uh, these teams played tough. And Penn State, you know, Iowa beat the shit out of uh, Minnesota. And we just saw Minnesota play tough tonight. So we know that that's a decent team. But then we also know that, uh, you know, Penn State's playing, you know, Nebraska, Maryland, Ohio State, they're all tough squads. So, it, you know, the public is just going to want to run to the window on Iowa. And, uh, you know, I'm digging it. I think Penn State, they're always I – mean, they're known for their football. They're going to play tough. And uh, I think it's a, it's a great buy-low spot. So let's do it. Another one, you guys helped me out with who liked. We posted UCF plus five and a half early in the week. Kmart, was that you or was that a Chris pick? That was, that was Dookie. Okay, Chris. I see a nice, shiny number seven in front of Cincinnati, but you're looking the other way. UCF, the home dog, catching. It looks like they're catching five now. Of course, the public is on Cincinnati because they are that ranked team They're starting to get buzz. Are they going to be ranked in these first college football playoff rankings? How high are they going to be? But you think that the Knights are going to have something to say about that. Yeah, Matt, I think uh, we haven't had the little poopy, the guy from uh, next Friday, the dad spraying the <laughs> get around. We should probably do that for this one. Why is seven and zero number seven? Only laying five. Oh, it's easy, right? All they got to do is win by a touch. It's fucking, I mean, unranked UCF, free money, right? Not so fast. Uh, looks like the Knights, I think the Knights are going to play tough against uh, Cincy, you know, and uh, come in. The Knights are feeling hot. They beat Tulane, they beat Houston, beat Temple. I think they're going to come in and, and play really tough. And Kmart, I, I think Northwestern was probably you. God, no, I think that was Duke as well. That was Chris as well. Okay, so Chris, Big Ten action. You're taking Northwestern. We grabbed over a touchdown the other day, plus seven and a half. I think that is still the line. Tell me why you like Northwestern. I'm going to get kind of the public lean here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, I just we just saw them destroy Michigan last week, forty nine to eleven, and they destroyed Illinois the first week. You know, Northwestern squeaks by. Alaska, they've just been ho humming. Even Iowa, they beat them by one. So, I just feel like uh, there's just a little bit of value. Northwestern's a tough squad. You got two ranked teams. Is Wisconsin really top ten in the nation against? Michigan, uh, we'll take the – it's going to be prime time. Let's take a dog. Let's take the home dog. There you go. Kmart – or go ahead. Oh, no, I was just barking with the dogs. What um, <laughs> what else are you looking at tomorrow? Those are the three that we posted early in the week. So Yeah, so if- right now I'm looking at a Duke special of a home dog tempo plus three and a half against ECU, uh, 9 a.m. start. Um. Another one at nine is our team we liked early, but we some reason don't back. We got Coastal Carolina minus five against Appalachian State. So I don't know if we want to we want to you know try to reverse our trend, but I'm I don't know. I'm kind of feeling App State, so I kind of want to talk to you guys off here and see if we can come or maybe on this come to a consensus and see where our heads are at on it. Um, 
let's see. I'm going to pass the Ohio State-Indiana game. I would lean Indiana getting basically three scores there. Uh, let's see. I marked another one. Um, kind of like FIU on the road against Western Kentucky plus seven. And there was one more. And I'm kind of leaning uh, Oregon State plus three at home against Cal. Chris, I want your take on the um, Indiana game. How is this one going to look from the public's perspective? You have ninth-ranked Indiana at third-ranked Ohio State. So you have two top ten teams, yet Indiana is catching 20 points. Yeah, um, I think uh, you said Kelly and and Murray, you know, on uh, – God bless their podcast. They give us a lot of good info. They're saying Indiana's a, a square dog. Oh, I mean, yeah. you have to look at it. You go three versus nine. Why are they getting 20 points? You know, um, I'm in the business of not taking free money. I go against that because there's no such thing. And uh, we also know our boy Josh Applebaum has a great trend going. When you got ranked versus ranked, you take the home favorite. So, yeah, I could see Ohio State. I mean, Indiana. I mean, could Indiana have – this is a team that is known for Bobby Knight's basketball team. Could they have had a better 4-0 start beating Sparty, beating Michigan, beating Rutgers, and beating Penn State? I mean, this isn't supposed to happen. And now you're going to go play Ohio State, the big dogs. Be careful. I'll lay the wood. I, this has a, a blowout all over it. Let's go, baby. I'm kind of down, yeah, Apart too. from that Michigan game, I mean, who have they really beat? <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of no, down no for that too. No knock on those three other schools, but is Michigan even that good? Yeah, clearly not. No. I, I kind of feel like, Chris, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but when Dennis looks at the slate tomorrow, he's going to see that's a that's an early start. It's a 9 a.m. game for us here on the West Coast. He's going to see nine versus three, nine getting 20 points. Dennis has to be on the dog there, right? Yeah, he even was mentioning today, I thought he was going to be, we mentioned the big spread on Louisville-Syracuse, and he was saying, well, it looks like too many. So I thought he was going to be on Syracuse, and like we saw, we saw the big the big favorite cover. You know, a lot of people, uh, shout out to Sharp Plays, they said the, the public was on the over in Syracuse. Guess what it did? Louisville to under. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he, if he springs that. There's a lot of 9 a.m. games. I agree with uh, K. Martin. A lot of his, uh, I like that little temple home dog there. And we'll see. There's a lot of 9 a.m. with this COVID action. So we'll see where Den goes. And Chris, something John Murray talks about a lot on on that pod that you mentioned, Kelly and Murray, which is a great one to check out. The public doesn't like to lay giant numbers like that. Like you get in the NFL, the public doesn't necessarily want to lay 13, 14 points. You get in college football, look at that, that Louisville game was a perfect example. Public doesn't want to lay 19 and a half with Louisville. Public doesn't want to lay 20 with Ohio State over a top 10 Indiana team. So in a weird way, there can be value on laying the big number because the public is is hesitant. But like you always say, the line is the line for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you wouldn't think, I mean, since when is a three versus a nine, a 20 and a half point favorite? And most people would say, what the heck? That's, that's gotta be a close one. And they get all shocked when it's, you know, 35, 10 and they win by 25, but uh, right. You know, we're not going to bite it. We're going to, we're going to keep an eye on it. We'll see. And uh, especially if it's a public death, we keep seeing the dens of the world coming in on the Hoosiers when we know they've really beaten nobody. Uh, we'll lean Ohio state. And that that's why you got to be malleable. You got to, you got to not just, we love our dogs, but we love our dogs when there's value. But uh, like you said, Matt, in this one, if there's some value here, there's a reason that the line is that big. They don't, they're not just giving out 20 points for a reason. Like here, go ahead and take the 20, you know, it's a freebie. So. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about the rest of some of the college slate that we're looking at. Kmar, how about SC? This SC Utah game is a week late, right? No, it's on time. Uh, just Utah is going to be playing their first game. Okay, uh, that's it. This, you, yeah, I think uh, Tuesday, if Utah wasn't trending in the right direction, they were going to flex it and have SC play Colorado. Okay, but Utah is ready to go finally. And if they had played one game, played a half, played a quarter, I don't know, played anything, I would probably say take Utah. Um, I definitely still think the wrong team's favored. But I kind of want to see – I kind of like the fact this line is now down to two and a half. Um, I feel like SC has yet to put a game together. They've made a lot of mistakes. Haven't converted a lot of fourth and shorts, turned the ball over, haven't been secure, stupid penalties, kind of the same SC team we've seen for the past 15 years, honestly. It's kind of like – what the hell's going on? How do we cycle through players every three years and have the same, same shit? But I, I, I think they're going to win. It's, this is kind of the one game that was circled, which is why I think those first two games against the Arizona schools, they were pretty uh, shaky in because they knew they had the talent to overcome them. And this is pretty much the one game on the schedule in the short six games, the Pac-12 is playing where, it's win this game and you have your clear path to the conference title, win that game. And you're talking about a potential bid in um, whatever the hell they call this um, playoff bracket now. So that's, that's kind of where I think their heads are at. I think they're going to be ready to go. And um, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to pull Michael Lombardi on everybody and not, not release a pick, but be ready for tomorrow because I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to lay the hammer down on SC tomorrow night. Keep an eye on the Twitter. We'll let you guys know what oh, else yeah. we add, what else we play. And Chris, then uh, before we wait, wait, before we go off, I'm looking yeah. at one more. Um, okay. I want you guys to look at it and see if you're seeing the same thing I am, but LSU at 9am tomorrow, are we seeing um, reverse line movement on that? Um, let's see. Chris, have you given that one any consideration, LSU, Arkansas? Now, we thought, just for some context here, we thought Arkansas may be a good play last week against Florida because Florida had upset Georgia the week before. But Florida took Arkansas to the woodshed. I think, Kyle, did they lay – did they put 60 on them? Yeah. Yeah, Something like that? It was – yeah, they, they, I think, covered the over themselves. Oh, my God. Chris, have you given any thought to that one, LSU, Arkansas? No, I haven't looked at, uh, at any SEC too much. Uh, it looks like it 
stinks a little bit. Arkansas is a great cover team this year, and yeah. uh, they they're just playing playing real tough. And uh, you know, I don't know if LSU is really taking it too serious. I mean, they just got dismantled against Auburn, and uh, they're just not playing tough. And you know, everyone's probably going to see, yeah, Arkansas just got their ass kicked by Florida by thirty last week, and but they also saw that LSU got you know killed. So that's why I've you know, not leaned either way in that one, but uh, Kmart leans uh, hogs. Is Kmart on hogs? No, uh, Tigers. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go LSU. Screw the Tigers. Kmart and Kmart we trust, as we say. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so we'll keep it. I don't I don't see a real public lean on that one. No, that's what that – Yeah, why I'm, just, I, I'm just on covers. I see the open was – Arkansas minus one and a half. They're plus yeah. one now with forty percent on LSU. So I just I was kind of looking at it, thinking, man, I'm kind of looking LSU. And then yeah. I looked over at covers and I saw that. I'm like, oh man, that's making me want to pull the trigger right now. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. It kind of had the lines kind of moved all over the place. Arkansas, you, Kyle, you said it looked like Arkansas opened as the favorite. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on covers. Yeah, and, uh, should and be I, accurate, but who the hell knows? Yeah, and then I see it went all the way to LSU two and a half for a little while, and then wow. down to one. So yeah, that one's doing some funny things. Kind of like that Minnesota Purdue one too. That line was a roller coaster for yeah, sure. Yeah, that was what the hell. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what we end up adding on that. Uh, I don't think there's any other college I was going to get to. Did you guys, Chris? Did you have anything else? Well, I had a couple stinky ones. Uh, you know, I gotta gotta go off on those uh those ones that just don't seem right. Uh Liberty Liberty is eight and O, ranked twenty-one. They're going to NC State. This is an out of conference. Liberty is a small school, don't play big ACC type teams. And they just put it right at that number. Everyone knows I love that dead number of five, baby. When you see the five, go ahead and take it. I'm a, I'm leaning hardcore on our wolf pack there. We're all one big wolf pack here. We'll see what that did. I think it was six earlier. We'll see if that's a sharp line move to NC State. And uh, I love – I'm I'm just going to be careful with it. But uh, I'll probably lean – Okie State, even though we're going to probably play our system of Apple Bomb. But, man, I've seen – I used to date a girl from Oklahoma, and, man, does Oklahoma State love to upset those boomer Sooners in the Civil War. So go uh, Oklahoma State. And then uh, probably Mississippi State looking good. They're 2-4 and four against 4-2 four and two Georgia. Everyone's like, oh, my God, look at that number 13. They're going to kill them. Uh, we'll take Leach. We'll see if Leach can keep it within 25 with the Bulldogs, against the Bulldogs. Chris, did you have a lean one way when Kmart brought up the Coastal Carolina App State? Coastal, has they, they're kind of everybody's darling this season. Yeah. No, I, I love them. Uh, we, had, we were all over them a couple times. I think we were on them against Kansas when they were in Kansas week one. Um, I get I, – I, I'm, I'm a little scared. I'm a little hesitant. I, I saw five and a half or six earlier. I think the line came down. People are on App State. I know App State's going to play their absolute heart out, try to beat Coastal Carolina. They're ranked 15 and undefeated. It, it scares me. I don't know. I think Kmart – was he on Coastal Carolina? 
I, I was saying I, I, the way I was talking, I was kind of going that way, but I said my lean is kind of with App State. I mean, if you look at, we got App State at six and one, Carolina seven and zero. Oh. Appalachian State is one and six against the spread, so you know their line's probably just super inflated, um, just because they are pretty much one of the better teams in their mm-hmm. in their conference division. Um, you know, their subsets because they don't really play big teams. Carolina probably talent wise right up in there with Appalachian State. I think five's probably too many. Um, I don't know. It. It's definitely a coin a coin flip game, but I mean, fuck, if you're going to give me five, shit, man. Love it. Can we just laugh at the Clemson-Florida State line? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I was just seeing that. You guys, I, it, it wasn't that any- long ago that Florida State was... Kyle, did they play that national championship game at the Rose Bowl? Yeah. I think yeah, they... So. Yeah, that's what I thought. And... It wasn't that long ago that old Jameis was celebrating, and Florida State is now a Chris. Is this correct? Thirty-five and a half point dog to Clemson. Oh man, is that? Uh, <laughs> is this a flat spot? I mean, they're coming off a weird loss to Notre Dame overtime. Everyone think is this kind of like a ho hum? Go in and just take care of business with Florida State. I mean. I'm not laying 35 in this game. I, I, I hope Den is, but I, I, I think that Florida State can lose by 21 or 28. But I don't know. How embarrassing! I mean, I mean that is a bigger favorite than Florida is playing god awful Vanderbilt, and they're only favored by 31 and a half. So for Clemson to be favored 35 and a half, are you fucking kidding me? That's insane. I mean, Florida State can't cover in a. What was it, Georgia Tech? Yeah. Good? Shit. <laughs> God. All right, so we have a few that we have our eye on, and we will add either tonight or tomorrow, probably tonight, honestly. We'll probably want to jump on some of these numbers before any lines move tomorrow. So, all right, and that will do it for our college football preview. So get those bets in. Keep an eye on the Twitter for Kmart, for Chris Duke. We are going to come back tomorrow and talk about our NFL Sunday and what we're looking forward to in week 11 but we will catch you guys very soon.